Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple, the podcast that's all about taking the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can take action today. I'm your host, Anthony Vecino of Invictus Capital, joined by the one, the only, Dan. Life insurance is a scam, Kruger. I didn't yeah. say that. I love throwing you under the bus. Hmm. It's my favorite. That would imply, uh, no. There's a bus coming. Toot toot. Here it comes. And it's under scam. We're actually in the process of purchasing some right <laughs> now. Truly, as we speak. we're being scammed. Yeah, Ryan, if you're listening to this, I'm not going to say your last name, but if you're listening, shout out to Ryan. Yeah, uh, he's actually been a lot. He's been really great. And guys, no, life insurance is not a scam. It can be, um, but that's neither here nor there. Maybe we'll unpack it a little bit um, as this episode goes on. But this is a fairly short episode, and today I want to bring to you, the listener, something that really ground my gears this week on social media. Let me lay the groundwork here on social media. Somebody was posting something, something, something about come invest with me, blah, 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 guaranteed returns. And that word guaranteed returns just like makes my eyes go red. And like, I can't, I, I just, I black out and I turn into like the puny the version of the Hulk. Yeah. The puny version though, where it's just like, I'm flailing kind of like, um, it, I saw like a fetal. You're trying to twerk. I think that's. Yeah, you've seen me twerk. It's not good. And you've, you've seen me raging. So, this was the situation. I saw that and I was like, okay, I'm going to go make a post. So, I went and I made my own post. You were triggered. As I, was, I was triggered. I was triggered. Um, so, I went and I made my own social media um, PSA announcement, which was hey, reminder, anybody like, get, uh, no, it was reminder, guaranteed returns do not exist. Anybody saying otherwise is either stupid or lying. Enter that somebody. That was me triggered. Okay. So that was me triggered. And I was kind of being like, and granted, I was like being a bit of a jerk there, but um, I don't think this person saw it. I did not direct it at them at all. I was just making a broad statement that guaranteed returns. Anybody telling you that, that they have a guaranteed return is either lying to you or they're stupid and not. That's a good thing to say, because generally speaking, that is a red flag oh, because sorry. if you're investing in something that's got risk, you're. It's not guaranteed. That's why you're getting paid is for taking risk, the risk of not making money. Yeah. Um, so then in the, uh, the comments, somebody came in and this was, it, it was classic. Somebody came in and said, you know, Anthony, usually I would agree with you. Um, in most cases, this is true, but my company actually provides a product. I was like, oh my God, he just transitioned straight into pitch mode. My company provides a product that does offer a guaranteed return and it has for the last 120 years. And it, it, it was a life insurance thing. That's why I was saying scam. What life insurance is not a scam. But here's the thing that I told this guy, and I'm curious to get your your thoughts on this. I was like, here's my big problem with the term guaranteed return is that all I need to do is provide one fringe case where the guaranteed return no longer returns, 
and your whole concept falls apart, right? All I got to do is provide one fringe case and it can be super extreme and hyperbolic, but it proves the concept. And if I can prove, if I can create a scenario where your guaranteed return is no longer guaranteed, then you shouldn't call it a guaranteed return. You should call it a very likely to happen return, but guaranteed is a way of attracting unsophisticated investors who just don't know better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's different with insurance too, because if you're trying to pitch an investment, that's got a guaranteed return, definitely a big red flag with insurance. They do offer something called a guaranteed return, but bear in mind that part of what you're paying into when you're buying a life insurance policy is you're buying insurance. So some of that capital is going to earn a little bit of a return on it, but mostly what you're doing is you're purchasing insurance policy. And so, yes, there's a guaranteed return on what I think the cash value or something. We're not life insurance experts by any means. We need Ryan for this, but that guaranteed return of X percent is on a dollar amount. That's less than what you're actually paying in. So it's like, it's, it's in my mind, it's a stretch because it's just, you're not saying your guaranteed return or whatever it is, is is it usually on sure slow percentage, a couple percent. Yeah. But it's on like the cash value, which is less than you paid in because some of the money that you pay in goes to actually buy the insurance. So it's like, it's, I don't know. Yes, it's technically guaranteed, but it's deceiving because that return is on a dollar amount smaller than what you actually are paying it. Well, even, even there, like in that, yes, there is a product that's, that goes by this term, but even like then I, I still get so triggered because I'm like. It what, could go back. And what exactly when I told the guy was, Hey, this is, you should call this more likely like a very probable return, assuming our company doesn't go bankrupt. And he goes, well, actually, if it does, the government will step in and cover the payment. And I was like, cool. Assuming the government's around. So here's my French case. Let's say Russia, Ukraine really gets out of hand. We have world war three. Next thing you know, like, you know, we're living as sewer people, right? Am I still going to get my return? No. Okay. Don't call it a guaranteed return. Yeah, that's, that's my, that's my big point. My secondary point is people using like marketing language to oversell a concept. Cause the lady that I was initially triggered by, she was a wholesaler. This had nothing to do with life insurance, had nothing to do with like the, the nuance of the guaranteed return verbiage. She was just falsely saying you're getting a guaranteed return born out of either malice or, or ignorance. Maybe ignorance is a nicer way to say it. I mean, generally, I think some of these uh, people that are saying things like this are doing it because they just don't know any better. There's a lot of new people getting into the business that um, just don't really understand the nuances that they need to be aware of when they're talking about these things. There's a lot of there's a lot of risk to operators who are raising capital from other people if they say the wrong thing, if they do it the wrong way. There's a very fine line that you have to to walk when you're raising capital from people, so you don't tick off the SEC and the word guaranteed is one of those words you just stay away from because it's not guaranteed. So she might say it's guaranteed because in her mind, she's hundred percent planning on paying it out, yep. but that doesn't matter. It's just, um, yeah. And it's just the, the main thing I think we want to get across with this episode is anytime somebody offers you a guaranteed return that's coming from an investment, it's walk away. Look, yeah, walk run away. Because it's not guaranteed. Like I said before. You're making a return because you're taking a risk of some kind. And that risk is that you might lose your money. So. Yeah. And I think part of why this triggers me is that one of our core values is we do what we say. And so I'm just really cognizant of being really careful about what we say and how we present things because, you know, your word is your bond. And if 
you say something hyperbolically or over exaggerating, you don't live up to it. Like you've just, you know, question, you've just brought your own integrity into question. So when I see things like that and I see people wanting to raise capital, and if you're, if you're listening to this and you want to raise capital, just realize that like, that's not the way to do it. Trying to sell like a Goldie Goldilocks or unicorn deal by saying like all these great things and nothing can go wrong. Like zero downside. Like that's not selling that. That's just, it's something else. It's like desperate marketing. Um, and honestly, the people that you want to work with, they will see through it. Like really the investors that you want to work are sophisticated, savvy. My favorite investors are the ones who really understand what we do. They understand the risks associated with it. Um, because I know at the end of the day, even if something does go wrong, they will understand as we, you know, work our way through it. Yeah. And I think for people out there that want to talk about consistent, uh, a consistent track record of performance with respect to payouts or returns or something, just talk about that. Don't use the word guarantee. Just say, Hey, over the last, however many years we've done this, this, and this, and you know, you can extrapolate that however you want, but for I like with the insurance example, mm -hmm. 100 years, we've 120 years. just leave it at that. Don't call it guaranteed. Just say for the last hundred years, we've delivered 5% and stop. Very likely return. And that's why I like the word preferred, like, and, and preferred is a very different thing, but you know, yeah. you get preferential treatment, preferred return. Yeah. And so for those of you who haven't heard us say it before, all our deals have preferred returns on them. Those are not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. They just make sure that passive investors get paid before we do. All right, guys. So I feel better. I got this off my chest. Um, I'm seeing a little bit less red, a little bit less futile flailing on my side. So, so you're, you're I'm done good. twerking. I'm done. <laughs> never done twerking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I live to twerk. Uh, so that's going to do it for us, guys. We appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day to, to join the whatever this was. Uh, if you got any value, make sure you go leave a review over on iTunes and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.